Thank you for joining me for this Tuesday special podcast. But before we get into the episode, I'm going to hit you up with a few of our sponsors. First being Cabarrus Brewing Company. Like I've always said with me since day one, CabarrusBrewing.com, 329 McGill Avenue, Concord, North Carolina. Your beer from here. The best beer I've ever drank in my life. Go check them out if you're in the area. If not, go to their website, CabarrusBrewing.com, and support them because they're awesome people. Second is Thread Forge Apparel. I just talked to Brad yesterday. He's back up and running. You can order your shirts, apparel, bag. I don't, I don't, I don't know what all he does. He just prints good quality stuff with good quality of material. You can find them online at Threadforge, T-H-R-E-A-D-F-O-R-G-E dot co, or on Facebook, Threadforge Apparel Company. Check them out. Brad's a good dude. It's an awesome company. Quality work, quality products. Check them out. And last but not least, the new apparel company that has chosen to support the Tuesday Special Podcast. It's called 1820 Apparel. Check them out online, wear1820.com. They have four shirts out, one being one of my favorites. It's the Shasta Soldier shirt. It's uh, supporting my girlfriend's sister, Shasta Kirkechi. Uh, she has a stage four liver disease and is needing a liver transplant. And what a lot of people don't know is whenever you have to go up to the hospital that you're going to have the transplant, you have to stay in a certain mileage vicinity from that hospital with for three to six months, and that comes out of your pocket. Uh, that's a huge financial burden, and we're trying to help her out at eight, with 1820. Go to the site. You can buy a Shasta Soldier shirt. Uh, I know they have one out now. They're coming out with a few more. As good, it should be released this coming week. Uh, and if you buy it, all proceeds go to Shasta to help the financial burden of, of finding housing, finding food, uh, travel, everything like that in the Durham area. But yeah, so uh, it's a good cause, good company, brand new, right out of the box, still smells brand new. Check them out, wear1820.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome everyone. Hope everybody had a amazing Memorial Day holiday. Uh, I don't. I didn't grill out. I did. I guess I did the most American thing possible. Is I we I took the family. We went and ate with my grandmother because my parents are out of town. They're headed back from the beach, uh, where I will be next week. I uh, went and ate with my grandmother, and then we went and saw Aladdin, which is probably one of the best movies I've seen in in a long time. Uh, go check it out. This is this is not a paid sponsorship. I'm just telling you, go check it out. But moving on to Tuesday. That was Monday. This is Tuesday. Uh, I'm super excited to give you guys this interview. Uh, this I didn't I didn't know this was going to happen. This was just I was sitting around one uh, one day thinking about a potential guest for the show, and uh, this name popped in my head. And as soon as it popped in my head, I was like, I don't know that he'll do it. Uh, I haven't talked to this individual for probably six years. Uh, last time I did talk to him, there was a lot of animosity. We talk about that in this episode. Uh, and then when I met, reached out to him and he said, yeah, I'm down, let's do it. Uh, I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know how it was going to be, but it turned out to be a very positive, uh, episode. And it was a amazing journey down memory lane. Uh, just talking, talking to, uh, 
tie and uh, just going going by the memories, man. And and like I were, I've worked for PWX for about I don't know like ten years, and uh, like Ty was a part of it the first probably five. It might have been longer than ten years, but he's part of it. Like he was the first owner, and he's the one that he's the one that gave me my job there. He's the one that I became really good friends with that I learned from, and I get into all that, and I try to be as open and honest as possible. I know you don't have to tell me if you don't know. I know some stuff went down, and and there has been rumors and everything. I don't get into any of that. So if that's what you're expecting, then go find another podcast that Ty's done. You can't do it because he don't do them. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm not here to talk about controversy or drama or BS. That's not what I do. I'm here to talk to friends about amazing life journeys, amazing life stories, and how they got from point A to point B. And that's exactly what we do in this podcast. And I was thoroughly pleased with the interview. As soon as I, as soon as I hit the record button to turn it off after we finished, I was like, man, that was so refreshing. That was so fun. Uh, we need to get up and just eat, like catch up. Like we need to eat meat for lunch and catch up, uh, because I missed you, man. And uh, that, that, like, like I said, that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about like rekindling relationships, finding out journeys, uh, learning from other people's experiences, and uh, yeah, I think this episode holds all of that. And if there is an episode, it's it's weird because I say this almost every week, and every time I do a new episode, it, I feel like it's th- this episode was better than the last. And it's, it's not it's not pertaining to the guests. It's just to, it's pertaining to my interview skills, my ability to pull to pull information out. Uh, I think I'm just getting better, and, and that's what I love about creating and creating on my own for me is that I can I continuously getting be- get better. And when I listen back uh, to a few clips from the shows or do I'm doing highlights, I can I can hear myself getting better at my craft. And that and and, and take and take that as like a learning experience is when, when you want to do something. You're going to suck at first. You're not going to be good. I wasn't good. I'm still not good, but I'm getting better and I'm progressing. And that's what you have to do. You have to continue. You have to like just harness that dream in your head and continue to press forward and continue to get better and continue to try and continue to do new things. Uh, and that, that's what life's about. But I've rambled a lot and you're tired of hearing just my voice. So this is my conversation with the one and only, and there's only one. Tyshawn Williams. Like I have a cup of coffee because I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> you still working third shift? No, I work. I work first shift. But I like I come oh, home. I, I stayed up all night last night putting out like doing promotional graphics. Oh and yeah. Then, and then I I so I slept like two hours last night, and then I went to work, worked all day, came home. I got I got to do, do, do you keep up with my social media at all? No man, I'm oh. trying. I just now started getting. Were you on Instagram? Hmm. I'm on like all of them, but I think Instagram is the one that I've started posting the most. I don't like all all of us become so like watered down with BS. Yeah. And I just use it to promote stuff, but I got, I had, uh, I got a seven month old son. What? Yeah. Can you believe that? No, congratulations, <laughs> man. Wow. Yeah. So I laid down with him. Man. I laid down with him and slept for a little bit while my girlfriend did a few things. And then I woke up at like six fifteen. I was like, Oh God, I gotta get going. 
So I gotta get. So I gotta get my brain <laughs> nah, working. Man, I was, <laughs> nah, man, I was sitting here working on my own, working myself for church, and then school, man. I was like, oh, gosh, that's why when you when you hit me up, I was like, oh wow. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> this. I've been trying to figure out people to interview and. We and I was thinking, 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 and I finally said, "Man, I need to, I need to reach out to Ty and see if he, see if he wants to do one." Because I, the, like, I don't think we've ever me and you did that one. The first podcast. That's this is a cool way to start. It. <laughs> the first podcast that I ever recorded was with you. You remember that? It's called wow. Politicking One Hundred and One. We recorded one episode. Well, that's what, at your house, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh. I think it was at the it was at the old house uh, over yeah. in Charlotte, and I came over, brought yeah. my laptop. And it, yeah. I remember doing. I, I, oh man! I think for some reason I think it's still. I don't know if it's not on iTunes, but I, still, I found a copy of it that I had. So funny! Oh <laughs> uh, man, it was, it, I'm telling you, it was, it's like so weird. It's like you see, you you reached out, reached out to me, and then um, who was it? Every now and then, Brian will. You know, I will cross. It's weird. Like we'll cross paths. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> And he, and I think he thought I still had a grudge. I said, dude, I have no grudge with nobody, man. I said, hey. Well, dude, it's like. I'm, I'm <laughs> It's it's uh, well before before I continue, I'm see I'm here with. Uh, do you want me to say Ty Sean Williams? Yeah, you say however, man. Ty, <laughs> I can't call you Ty Dillinger. Uh, yeah, somebody, somebody stole. stole that yeah, somebody stole that head. name. So we'll say Ty Sean Williams. <laughs> he was the the creator of PWX. It was CWA, uh, PWS, PWX, right? <laughs> Was that the right? Yeah, you came up with PW. You came up with PWS. That was- I came up with I came up with PWS. But uh, but yeah, it's like that's 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 it's, it's so funny because when people talk to me about it, and that's the thing is like we've never that's that's why I wanted to get you on is because we've never like done an audio like kind of documentation of like the early days of PWX, and we'll get into like how. Like I, I jumped on board with you, and then I, like I said, I, like I told you when we were messaging, I'm not talking about any of the other stuff. I just want to talk about like, oh yeah, the start of it, and then the creation, and like what if you, if if you watch it now or you what you think of it now, and all that good stuff. So we will get into all that. And oh but, yeah, yeah, man, but there's never I know, like there was a lot of like this like this this was my take on it. I mean, you've had this conversation, and it's I think it's okay to put it out here for the world. But I said like. Whenever, whenever you Brian took over the whole reins of the company, and I told you, I said, "Listen, man, you you want me to do? I need your blessing to do whatever's best for the company." And you said, "Yes." Yep. And so I was like, yep. "Well, you need you need to get as far away as you can, and and we'll we'll take care of it." And I know yep. then that's and like I can I completely understand. That's what I told Brian. I said, "I completely understand how." how that that would piss you off or you have ill feelings because I would I would be the exact same way but I like I told Brian I said if we do it right one day he'll he'll look back and he'll understand and another thing is is you can't change history you can't you can't you, you nobody can deny that you were the one that created this and you you were the one that started the up like started the rise of it it was just the fact that Brian was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time to to be able to <laughs> yeah like pull ownership <laughs> of it and he's listened to the right people and put the right people in the right places and he's become very knowledgeable about the wrestling business and it's we've been able to keep keep the keep the momentum going but there's no 
Like, there's no denying that you're the one that originally pressed the gas pedal and, and came up with a lot of the ideas that were uh, that like started catapulting PWX in a, in like a mainstream light and is associated with independent wrestling. But yeah, you but give this, me too yeah. much credit. No, Patrick. because I tell people, I tell people, I say, people ask me like, who who taught you some of the stuff or a lot of the stuff you know? I said probably Jake Manning and Tyshawn Williams. Like those are the two because when I ran yeah. when I ran Evo, like Ty and Jake were the two people who who helped me out the most, who talked to me the most, who helped me come up with ideas, who taught me how to book, uh, who taught me how to structure a show. Like that's that's all you guys. So I am giving you a lot of but credit, you know, but it's, the credit's due. <laughs> but you had it in you because I mean, it, I mean I appreciate that and I thank you. But it was if you really look back at it, um, gosh, man. It, I got to tell you, it's because my church is right by um, Grace Park. Uh, it all goes back to Grace Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was down there. They they tore the building down, and it's like a park. It's actually really a park now. Oh, the Grace and Park Rec Center? Was in, yeah. Really? I didn't know that. So it's just yeah, it's just like now it's just a park. It's um, it's beautiful. I have to um, actually, I I take a picture of it, and I send it. You'd be like, wow. And as I was walking down there, because we you know we have um, at my church. So for those who know what I'm doing now, I'm heavily involved in, in my church, um, preaching, and um, and just working at the church, preaching and working. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm, yeah. I'm retired. From, I'm retired from wrestling. So let me put that out there. So that way you know. So I'm retired from wrestling. Do I miss it? No. Do I have an itch <laughs> to get back into it? No. <laughs> I, can, I, I, I envy you. I can't wait till the day that I can retire and walk away from professional wrestling. Well, it, it didn't. It didn't come. Oh. It didn't come easy. Yeah. And that's, and, that, and that's 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 exactly what I expect. I expect for it to not be an easy process, but once you once you break that ground and you've moved on, then you've moved on. Because I I can understand like once you once your mind crosses that bridge, you understand why you're never going back. Yeah, and it was like you know I accomplished what I believe in destiny, you know, and what happened was. I was never intended to take take PWX farther than what I went, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was always going to be somebody else. And if you go back to the clip on YouTube, I don't know if you remember, it's when um, they did an interview on us. Mm-hmm. And, and I tell people these words have power. <laughs> and, I, and I said something in that interview. I had a pink shirt on. I think it was, oh, who did that interview? I don't know. It was a news station, wasn't it? Yeah, we, it was. We was in Concord. Remember at the um, arena. Yeah, yeah, and it came on my timeline, and I and I watched it. And that's this is why it was like such a god moment because you contacted me after I watched that video, oh, and you didn't even nice. know that. No, not at all. <laughs> and that's why I was like, wow. And um, and I didn't. Share, I never share like old stuff. Every now and then I share a poster, but let yeah. me get back to my point. And that video came. The video came up. And I was like, Man, and I said something so powerful in there. And I said, whether I'm here or not, to keep it going so it can become bigger. Something to those words. And then that's when you called and, and the message that you sent me. And I was like, wow. I said, that's why I could say, no, I, th- I do thank you. I publicly thank you because at the time of the crisis, and I ain't going to say no crisis. Listen, there's no bad blood. My bad mistake that I made, you know, that's what I call it. It was just like life. I did something stupid. When I was in trouble. You know, it wasn't no it wasn't no second guessing. It was two people 
and here's I, 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 you should know this, I don't, and I've never heard you said about it. It was two people that I knew I could trust. The one, I'm not gonna say their name was in was in was in Burlington, and you. Yeah. And I thought about it, and I'll never forget as I was sitting there in Philadelphia, and, and you don't know this part because you wasn't there. I was sitting on some steps in Philadelphia mm-hmm. at the at the old Ring of Honor building. Yeah, that tells you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where I was at when everything broke down. And I said, "Well, I can go the other way." And I did call the other person, and they said, "Oh, we'll do it. I keep it going, da da da." But then I knew they couldn't keep it going because they had their own. Yeah. And I said, and then I was like, "Okay." And that's no. I said, "Don't worry about it." I said, "I know who to call." And that's when I, I said, "I called Patrick." And those famous words you said to me, you said. I will, you know, I will keep it going. Do I have your blessing? And I told you, yes. Yeah. And at the time, and you have done, I'll give you a kudos. You have done, you know, it was always in you. Yeah. You've done it. You have, I mean, it's awesome. It is a powerhouse. That's what I intended for it to be a powerhouse. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I got rid of all the backyarders. <laughs> and as, as much as I'd, lo- I'd love to take credit for all of it, I can't, there's so many pieces to that puzzle that fell into place and that, uh, like I said, and like I'm yeah. not. This is one and only time I'm going to put Brian over in this whole podcast. But like Brian, <laughs> when Brian took over, he was very open and uh, and I mean, I mean, he understood that he was very unknowledgeable, which was so weird to me because even though like I wasn't in the booking like process, I was more so the creative process when you were owner. It. Like mm-hmm. we meet, like you do, you book some stuff, and I'd be like, I don't know, and then it'd work or it wouldn't. Like with Brian, <laughs> it's completely different because I know, like Ty, Ty, Ty knows what he's doing. He's he's done this for a long time. He's been successful to where Brian would want to say something. I'd be like, I don't know, dude. It's like you got to learn. Like I can, I can, you can tell like how elementary the brain is when they first get into something. But no, but it's yeah, yeah. it was a it was a weird transition, but. I had whenever I had that yeah whenever I had that talk with you I had I had like a game plan in mind as soon as soon as you told me like it it wasn't fully like like fully laid out but I had a game plan in mind and uh like I said luckily like to Brian's credit he's he's uh kept me kept me in I guess the highest level not being an owner and uh, we've been successful with it, but a lot, like a lot of that, comes from. I, this is what I tell everybody, and I will put it out there. A lot of that comes from Brian's like balls, man. Like Brian's balls to the wall. He he don't hold back. And and if you say like, listen, we have this opportunity, he'll be like, yeah, I'm 100. percent Let's go. I'm down. And he'll spend the money. And usually, and that, and that, 90, and- yeah, 90 percent of the time, it it works out. There's been a few times that it didn't, but like 90 percent of the oh, time, that's it any, does. Any yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know, if you think about that, just hearing you say that, if you really think about that's always been the model of PWX, that's what people understand. Some of those ideas that I was coming up with, I just threw out there and I'm like, hey, we'll try it. Like, yeah. um, the, my, everyone gives me this great credit for the great Cedric um, Alexander. Mm-hmm. And um, they give me credit for that, the, for that storyline. Um, what do we call it? Oh, gosh. Um, you was, might remember better than me. Uh, it was like... I think if I feel like with Cedric, it was a combination of a lot of things because you're the one that introduced me to Cedric. And then when I had Evo, I? I think so. The first time I ever saw Cedric was no, on the no, NWA Legends no, fan fest. Cedric first. 
Well, I'm the one that yeah, I'm the one that pushed. Yeah, I did, I'm the one that pushed Cedric yeah. first because it was when he was really young. So, like, I think I saw him at the fan fest uh, against against a very young Adam Page, and uh, then wow. I, then Zach Quan or Zach Salvation put him over and said we need to put him over in the first Evo tournament we did. But like, I think it was a combination of Evo and PWX where Cedric found himself. Yeah. And f- for, for that, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, the, yeah. And for that, and, for that, like, there's so many people that found themselves in. And let's and let's let's start at the beginning and go through because, like I said, I got okay. this thing allotted for about an hour, but we might go a little bit longer. So the the initial, <laughs> yeah, the initial uh, for like for the PWX was CWA, correct? Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah Carolina, it was the Carolina, Carolina Wrestling, Wrestling Association. That was in Statesville, right? Yeah. And this is where, even though, like, well, like, let me stop. Actually, let me go back to ask you because if you're going to go back to the beginning, how I met you. Now I'm going to tell y'all some trivia, Patrick. He does not like talking about that much. Oh. <laughs> he let's, was wrestling. Yeah, let's hear. Oh with, yeah. And That's horrible. <laughs> he was wrestling. With Johnny, a guy by the name of Johnny Belay out mm-hmm. of Charlotte, and I forgot. I think it was Landix something. ACW, I forgot it was, what it, ACW. What it was. ACW. Yeah, Who was I don't, your partner at the time? Uh, I have no idea. I know that he, <laughs> like, he was the originator, and and like I, I have a podcast episode coming up with. Uh, do you know uh, Kevin Jordan? You remember Kevin Jordan? Probably see his face. He's like a, he's like a, he's a bigger guy. He was like Patrick's right hand person, and he he was Patrick's or Johnny Blaze's right hand person when he did Ring Divas. But me and him talk about Johnny Blaze. So it's crazy because he's gonna be in two weeks, and like that wow. Patrick, that Patrick is like gonna be talked about twice in like the matter of three weeks. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember me and Big Country were. That's what it was. That was the yeah. part of Big Country. Yeah. Because y'all was doing the um, <laughs> we were doing the, the destroyer. destroyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. But that, if you're gonna go back to the beginning, I had it had many, just like any typical person, how it all started was like, man, I got tired of going to these uh, indie shows. Long mm-hmm. story short, and seeing all these legends beating all these up and coming guys. Yeah, and then I'm hearing these guys, like, oh man, how, you see the match I had with um, Dusty Rose, you know, and I'm like. Uh, he just gave you a, you just let him do elbow, bionic elbow, bionic elbow, big elbow, one, two, three. And yeah. you thought it was good? <laughs> you know, so, and, the, and the two people, so how CW came about was, that's how I met you. And I had to say that part because you came in, I think probably at the third show, I think it was. No, you it came in, I think either, a year it, later. It was, I remember, I've seen the first show, which was like a battle royal, I think junior oh, one. Man, oh, man, yeah, and that's how I got started. It was with um, it was, it was the idea. It right? was, yep, mm-hmm. yeah. It was Ivan Kolov. The very first show was Ivan Kolov. It was the very first round of the champion. Whew, gosh, mm-hmm. horrible show. It was, <laughs> it was Ivan Kolov and George South Jr. Um, and with the Booyah Woogie Man Jimmy Valiant. Yeah, and and if you look at that, and you thought it was a typical backyard show because I had no idea. I had a concept, and I said, oh, man, if I could just run the show, we had like about, about 100 people, 125 people in that rec center. Yeah. And it was just generic with a curtain and Christmas lights and a stage that was, oh, <laughs> a that's, stage like, that was that's, built. Oh, that's what I love about it is because, 
I feel like even though like people people give a, give me a lot of credit with Evo, but I feel like if you watch the, I mean, I like I really want to do like a rise of PWX DVD and show like old footage I, and interview you interviews. Should, and man. Stuff. I've thought about it numer- Like but that's just that's a big task to take take under my belt, and I'm already. But you know, you should do it. Field. Do it when it's like because you're on Rise of a Champion. What fifteen now? Mm, yes, I think the next one. So it, it's, I, yeah, I think we just did fourteen. Fourteen. I will wait until like maybe twenty and make it like a. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like twenty years. That's what I would do. Look at me, give me your idea. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> the whole reason I got you on. It. <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, is but if you watch the evolution of what that company has become. Like that, I mean, that's the perfect. It's 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 the closest thing to uh, like what some people consider like Ring of Honor. If you watch their like initial shows in the Rec Center with the triple threat matches and the round robin tournaments up in Philly, yep. And uh, I think it's Philly. Uh, and then if you if you turn to PWX, you see the same thing. You see the big blue curtains uh, creating like an entranceway with the little red and white light. Uh, and the ban- little banner above the entrance, like, and you see that, and wow. then you turn and you look at it now, and it's it's insane. But if you if you just find shows or just clips of shows in between the years, from when what was, do you remember the first year you did a show? Was oh, definitely. Like, what was? February twenty fifth, two thousand and five. So two thousand and five. So if you just find shows like two thousand five, two thousand six. 2008, 2010, 2011, like up until when we started going to uh, neighborhood theater in Charlotte, and you see how you see the evolution to where it, it went to those shows, mm-hmm. and like in the qual the production quality and the then the look and the feel of it started started gaining momentum and changing for the better. It's it's crazy, and that that's like that's it is man. That's a prime example of if you if you believe in what you're doing and you work hard. Like you, you, you have to wait. I mean, you have to be patient and let it grow and evolve into what it's going to become. But like, yeah, yep. prime example. But yeah, so that's why today. Yeah, so I like I love I I don't I have some old DVDs in my in my collection, but uh, I'd love to watch some of those old like CWS. CWA. You know what my one of my favorite shows are? What? I know what your favorite show my, is. Well, I look at that one. Uh, <laughs> is your, is your, is your, yeah, is your favorite show that it's all about me? Yeah, the, with Cedric, yeah, Cedric and Lethal, yeah. and then Caleb and yeah, Sting. And, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that's that's my favorite overall show. But my favorite, if, if we're going back in the archives before mm-hmm. we get to that area, um, gosh, man, because I can't forget about York, South Carolina. Yeah, people forget about I those shows that, right there. Dude, I love that YMCA building. I loved it. Yeah, we had um. When I look back, I, and this is when you and you can, if you really look at it, Patrick, you can see the evolution. Like you said, when you started coming on, changing because I didn't have the projector on the side on the wall. Yeah, with videos and interviews, that was all you, man. You was like, let's do it. I was like, okay, cool. And the intro videos, all that was all you. Yeah. But it goes back, to, and it was Rise of a Champion. We started doing that. Uh, help me out. I remember. I, I, I know say, what you're talking about. The rise of a champion that was in York, that had Abyss and Eric. No, Young. not no, oh. not that was in Stakesville. This was Mac. We had the cage match. 
that's what it was. The tag team game was Joey Sylvia and Jake Manning against oh, yeah. uh, the, the Elite Icons versus the Mac Team Action. Which I is bet still... you don't remember. You came up with that name, <laughs> the Elite Icons. That was you. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I think that, that was, was Jake. You their names. No. I don't was think it Jake? So. Oh. I think it was Jake. Because... Jake is... Yeah. Yeah, Jake That's is good. a. I'm gonna tell you something about Jake, man. I, man, people get shocked when I say good things. Yeah, <laughs> this is so you why I met. Jake has has a brilliant mind for this industry. He's he's always been a. Listen, people give me a lot of credit, but it was really it was really Jake. Oh, Jake I, I agree. On, I agree, hundred percent. When Jake came on, see, it was just me. By the time I got to in August of 2005, is when I. Um, moved to Charlotte. Yeah. And that's when I got in. And that's when you start seeing the change come because then it got to be, I got away from, you know, the legend. I still had like a Harley race, but when I teamed up with Jake Manning, that's how Todd Dillinger really came because I had George South and then I had, well, yeah, then I had, yeah, it went to Jake. Yeah, and that's how I got Jake. Jake came by and that's when the whole thing with Mr. Lead and mm-hmm. he is that transition where we went from the George South Juniors and a Jason Jones and a Bad Street Kings to a whole new era of people that um, Bobby Houston. Mm-hmm. And now it's coming back to me. The Bobby Houston's, the um, Charlie Dreamers. Jake Manning, Charlie Dreamers, gosh, uh, Casey McKnight, who, um, yeah. who's, what's his name now? Long hair. Um, yeah. Uh, Long hair. What? Dawson. 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 Scott Dawson. Scott Dawson. Yeah. And believe it or not, here's a little trivia. Both of them actually worked for Peter Gex. Oh, yeah. If you go back to Numerous the neighborhood times. theater, we had. Yeah, that's what people don't saying. Is like you. I look at WWE and I'm like, hey, he worked for me. He worked for me. He worked for me. Well, if he, if you go through, like I was going to do this later, but we'll do it now. You go through the laundry list of people that are some that are somebody in wrestling now that like got not not only got their start, but like kind of got their first initial success with PWX. You have Casey McKnight, uh, Stephen Walters, who is uh, Wilder. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedric, uh, yeah, I guess I, I I would put Jake in that category because he that's where he kind of found himself. I feel like I don't know I don't know that that's yeah, where I, he created the Man Scout character because before Jake it, yeah, was a Man here. Scout, he was uh, Mr. Elite. Elite, yeah, Jake Manning, and then Joey like Joey Sylvia. Joey Sylvia is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen, and just he just, yeah. just he didn't get his due, and like he was. He was he was so he was so good at a time before like the internet was crazy. Which he is, was which Cedric is so, before Cedric. Oh yeah, I like to call. He was Cedric before Cedric. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, like Caleb Conley, Corey Hawkins, oh, man, Chip Day. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Like Charlie was one of the one of the best wrestlers I'd ever been in a ring with. Uh, Charlie Dreamer. Charlie. Charlie Dream, I can't. That guy was my <laughs> Ric Flair. That's what I. He was <laughs> back in the day. I was gonna make him my modern day Ric Flair. He had the blonde hair. Like, hey, you lose the belt, you win the belt back. You lose. The belt. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was my idea when I saw Charlie. Oh yeah, you have Marcellus King. Oh man. Yeah, you have. Uh, let me see. I have. I had a few more that just slipped my mind, and they're gonna hate me for it. Oh, I mean, whether you like it or not, Kirby and TJ Mack. Like they oh, yeah. were, they were insanely, the they were amazing talent that that, oh, that had success. But like all these, but people, you know, it was all these people Mac started Brothers getting success. Yes, it was. 
it was in York, South Carolina. That's what got us. They was like the biggest draw in York, South Carolina. That kept, you know. Yeah. What feud was that, Patrick? Gosh, it was the Mac Brothers. It was the lead icons for a yeah. whole. You did it for a full that, year, and the culmination was the cage match. Yeah, the that's only time, what it was. But they did <laughs> The only time I've ever seen a referee get color in a match. Yeah, and that wasn't. That was. <laughs> that wasn't even. <laughs> I remember that. That was one of the. That was one of the Hebners, wasn't it? Yeah, because we had um it was supposed to be Earl was supposed to come, but Dave, I don't know what happened. They pulled a switcheroo, I guess. Yeah, but- <laughs> and, Dave, yeah and Dave came, and then Dave got color after getting hit with the chair. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, gosh. Yeah, it's in- like man, it's insane I- the amount of talent that I don't like. I don't know who recruited it. I don't know who and. So I, I don't. I, you, well, keep going. Like John Schuyler. Yep. Steve Carino. Ethan Case and <laughs> Elijah Evans. Steve Carino. Jimmy Jacobs. Adam uh, Cole. Yeah, Adam. Like now, you can't take credit. You can't can't take credit for Adam Cole. But these these are people that you brought to the to the Carolinas on a regular yeah. basis. Adam Cole. You can say Kevin Steen. I can tell you what. Roger Strong. Roderick the whole Strong. On the area. Yeah. <laughs> really. All yeah. Things. Eddie Edwards. Kyle O'Reilly. It's insane when you think about it. Yep. That's, that's what's so crazy about all of it. Trevor Lee. It's I mean, I remember I see pictures all the time from old uh Evo when it was Trevor and Ben as a tag Ooh. team. Is he still rep? I don't think so. I haven't seen him in a long time. But it's ben like, was like see, he was right up there. You see Trevor with short hair and no beard, it's so weird. So weird. Yeah. But you know what I like it? And don't let don't let me forget uh, Andrew Everett. Yep, Shiva kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing I can say, you know, all those people that I named, um, I don't speak to them on an everyday basis. But I, but every now and then I hit them up and say, "Hey, man, I was looking at you." Da da da. Yeah. Adam Page. Yep. You know, Hangman. To this day, I can you know I can text him and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know, da da da. Yeah. You know and. Even Roddy, you know, Chimpa, don't forget about, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Tommaso. Tommaso. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, even this is, and I'm naming stuff after I was going, y'all had Johnny Gargano, and y'all started blowing up. Oh, was, well. I mean, but that early stage was. That's the, that's the thing is it's, like, we followed, we, like, we somewhat followed your lead. So, like, going, like, continuing through the storyline of, of building PWX, when it, like, it started gaining momentum, but I think when it when it finally switched and we and you pushed it to Charlotte and from Statesville yeah. and it started gaining a lot of momentum was through and just correct me if I'm wrong because this is my perception of it was when it was changed to PWS. Uh, I remember like right after we changed the name to PWS, we went to Wilmington for a show with Donnie, and that's where we had uh, Creed. Uh, What's his name? Austin. What's Xavier his name? Woods. In Xavier Woods. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we went down. You <laughs> oh, down. The I remember that, dude. There was. I remember there was one show that we did. It's where I wrestled. Who did I? What's the guy's name? I'm, I think I wrestled Stony Hooker. That's another name I haven't heard in a long time. And oh, uh, it was it was at a gym. <laughs> yeah. See now, Andrew, now South Carolina. Yes. And then I went, we went to, me and a bunch of friends went to Myrtle Beach and stayed and then drove the like hour down to Andrews. 
All of us did, but I'm not going to tell the stories I couldn't tell. But, I was <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you sit there, you sit here and start talking about, it and you remember like everything. It's, ah. it's, it's insane. But they like that's when. Didn't you wrestle Petey Williams? Can we probably, I, didn't, I didn't. I did. I know. Joey? I know Petey from when he when he came in a few times. And uh, I think I, I drove him around. Man. But man, uh, Paul London, Paul Brian London, Ong. uh, Brian Kendrick. Yeah, Brian Kendrick. Mm-hmm. God, man, it's it's crazy. Jeez. But and it, and it might sound like well, okay. So people that are the wrestling. Uh, I don't want to say nerd, like they're huge wrestling fans, and you're going to listen to this podcast and say, oh, y'all just sit there and put yourselves over the whole time. No, no, no. This is what you call uh, spending a lot of money on bringing talent in to make a territory territory (laughs) better, and this is us uh, reconnecting with those memories that we haven't thought about for probably the past six or seven years. But you know, Patrick, I will say, you know, as we say and talk about it, and the the, the turning point came on – and I remember it's, it's all in this interview. If you ever, I can't remember what it was on there. If you go on YouTube, you'll see it and, and like type in like Carolina, traditional Carolina something. And I have to see that link to see this interview. I really go into whole deep. It's, and it's not even long. It's like two minutes or five minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. But the history of how we started off in like the rec centers and we wasn't yeah. getting above a hundred people and or 50 people. Trust me, I lost more money than I made money. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until... Probably like neighborhood theater. Yeah, that's when the switch came. Um, well, like the neighborhood been, theater, I, the neighborhood theater thing was through like Zane. We didn't Zane have a hook with a bunch of the, like a bunch of the venues, no. the music venues. No, he did, but at the time, I, me and Zane weren't like buddy buddy like that. Oh, so okay. I didn't, I didn't know until afterwards, but I can tell you what happened, and you're gonna you gonna probably start laughing. I'm gonna tell you who I think for this. And they have no idea it is, gosh, not Evo, that was yours, Evolve. Oh, okay. This is when they, this is when how all this came about. They had um, asked Hotspots to, you know, find a, somebody find a building, and they asked, they asked me since I ran shows to find a building. Yeah. I came across Neighborhood Theater. I forgot how it was, but I came across and I was trying to get them in there. But well, they was like, oh, nah, because they wanted fourteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars, you know. And at that time, it was like, yeah. oh, who's gonna pay that? So, when we're off the air, up, when we're off the air, I'll tell you what they want now, because they're not. It's not <laughs> like it's not Zach and the other guy that owns it now. It's some corporate company, oh. and they're complete assholes. I probably sorry, super expensive, I bet, but oh, yeah. <laughs> but but they end up going to um, Evolve end up going to what is that place right off? Yeah, well, they went the old to fairground. Yeah, no, they went to, oh, I know what you're talking about. The, uh, uh, it's right Expo off 77. Center. It's the Expo Center or something like that. Yeah, Charlotte Expo Center. Horrible, like that. Yeah. horrible building. Yes. And so they end up going there, and then they so came back again. And the, same all, place, the same place the NWA Charlotte went to die. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, man, we got to tell a story about those guys. Gosh, yeah. man. But, um... <laughs> well, I remember. I, I, gosh, you shouldn't even said that name. But um, <laughs> but after they said no, and then I think they came back like twice and did it, and then I get an email. They said, "Hey, you still interested in having wrestling here?" And I was like, "Uh, sure." You know. Yeah. And I told him I went and I I met met with the guy and I told him what the budget I can do. You know, 
and that's how we came. And that's how we got there. And they was excited about it because they had the lights and everything. Yeah. And I, mean, I remember I the first time, there. the first time we ever did a show there. I remember Jake like this. This just shows you how brilliant Jake Manning is. Is Jake had to figure out how to set up the ring because it the ring, the theater, yep. <laughs> like the floor yep. is at an angle, and Jake figured that yep. and cut wood to make sure that worked. But oh, yeah, man, that dude, I, that's show, still. That's why I wish we had footage. Uh, I think behind we did. The scenes I think, like oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish. I wish we had like documentary people or just people shooting B roll of the entire. Because yeah, it yeah. was crazy. And I, it was was the the first show we ever did there wasn't with Hardy and Steen, right? No, it that was, was the second. The first show. And here's the thing: we really didn't have any big names. The, yeah, the first was, the first show we had just all our local guys. Yeah, I think the only name that we had was Red Titus. I got the, yeah. let me oh, stop I forgot right about now. Red. Yeah, I saw yeah, dude, Grizzly I saw Red. I saw Red at, I think it was when Ring Ring of Honor was in town, was in was in Concord. And every time I see him, Man. every t- every time I see him or Joey Janela, which is another one, but like when he was yeah, Zebra, oh, when he was man. Zebra kid. <laughs> yeah, dude, this yeah. Ends, like it's crazy when you start going down the, the have list to, of people. And I have to stop because, you know, it, PWX would not have been, you know, you hear the story about ECW, what, how does, who ECW was Shane Douglas. Yeah. He put him on his back. I got to stop right here and I have to give Red Titus. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of get teary eyed at that because if it was not my friendship with him and Ernie Osiris, I mean, yeah. I, and you know, and Grizzly Redwood. Yeah. Red took a little small company and put it on his back and he said, I gave him, you know, and I gave him the belt, and he took it, and he held that belt for a whole year. He feuded with Cedric to mm-hmm. get Cedric over. Um, gosh, I can't think. I can't think who else was it. Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he made your stars, and this is yeah, when and and what, what, was, what a lot of people overlook is this is when Rhett and Kenny were at their height with the yeah, All Night Express. Yeah, like, yeah. He wasn't a singles wrestler, so every time he was with Ring of Honor, you'd see him with Kenny King as a tag team. But yep. yeah, it's, and the thing what nobody never knew, Patrick, when you say that name, you're like, oh man, I know you had to pay him a lot of money. You lost a lot of money, and I'm not going to get into price and everything. Yeah, but it was a handshake deal that he made with me, and he said, I'm going to take it to the top. And I'm a little kid who really, you know, didn't know anybody, and that's what happened to this day. And I, you know, what's funny? I talked to him briefly, you know, mm-hmm. probably like two weeks ago yeah. out of the blue. He said, Big, because I nicknamed he was Big Dog. He said, Little Dog. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we and we were doing the same thing that you was on, just like you know rehashing and talking. Yeah. But I had to stop and give him because that if you want to pinpoint when the switch came, yeah. it was when I put that belt on Red. And you know whose ideal that was? And I'm gonna tell you this: it was Jake Manning. Oh, I'm sure. Like, Jake, if you would have let me Jake, guess, I would have said Jake Manning. He said to me, and I'll never forget it. And, I, and I'm not gonna put words in his mouth. And this is why I said, people, if the true story, one day I wish. And I was going to say this at the end. I wish that we could always have, at, maybe at a rise of a champion one year, I, I throw it out there, um, have like a Q&A. I'm telling you, I think you, you can sell a lot of tickets to have like the original. And to do this, that's an idea. You know. That's why I got you on here. Have like, uh, that's why I got you on here. <laughs> you know, just have like a little Q&A, like a meet and greet. Yeah. Because people, to know, you know, Jake was, the, I would say it, he was the mastermind because he would say, well, let's put it on red. Because Jake was my main man. He was the champion. That's who I always stuck with was Jake. Jake or Caleb. I said, I'm going to keep it locally. 
but he's one he knew I met Rhett through Jake because he knew Rhett. Mm-hmm. Um and he said, Let's put it on Rhett. And he said, He could be our he even said he could be our um our franchise, our big mm-hmm. star. And we just we recycle everybody and we build everybody up and then we make the switch. It was through Rhett. That's how Corey Hollis came in, you know, but that yeah. was the turning point was with well, Rhett. Rhett, Rhett, Rhett was the initial start to the Ring of Honor relationship, correct? Yep. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's how crazy. the man scout came up mm-hmm. because it was Grizzly Redwood. That I was okay, Grizzly Redwood and Man Scout Jake Manning. Yeah, the Great Outdoors. Yeah, the Great Outdoors. Yeah. And then from that, that's Memories. when the Cedric and Caleb man. Yeah. Seven oh four. Seven oh four. And that was the roster. People don't realize that was the roster. And I can't forget about these other two guys. That's how we got. Um, help me, the Bravado Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Ring of Honor, and that's and that's when that's when the Corey Hollis and the Chip days came yeah. in, man. And that was all you because at that time, Patrick, and this is why I give you credit. And this is what I was trying to say when you started doing the videos, the intro videos. I would be excited for the intro videos. I would get hyped mm-hmm. up because we were we would go do that stuff right at your house when you had the big dog. And I used to scare your big dog, but I'm not, oh, a, yeah. you know. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the I, but, my favorite if we, if we if there's an entrance video story, uh, my favorite entrance video story ever was I did the opening video for, uh, I can't remember. It might've been a rise of a champion. And, uh, the last spot, I think you guys were called the dynasty, right? Or the de- was it the dynasty or the destiny? Destiny. Destiny. And, uh, I put dynasty instead of destiny. And, <laughs> and this is when I think Rick Converse and I had some a few other people in CWF had the dynasty that you guys were feuding with. Yep. And it got like yep. the build was so good. Like we were watching it before the show. The build was so good, so good, so good. And then it said, uh, this is our dynasty. Like we will be a dynasty. And you're like, no. <laughs> oh, man. My favorite one that you did. God, you did a lot. I used to love all your work. I, to this day, I still do. I, I, I reminisce it. about them. Um, I wish I wish I was, was. I'm still driven, but like I'm so like burnt on doing that stuff because I've done it for what you, ten years. But now. you know what it is, Patrick? It was. I, I'm putting you over now. Please, nobody else does. Patrick. On this podcast. Oh, I will, man. I mean, because <laughs> you deserve credit. Patrick was. I like to say I was his test dummy, and I didn't have no problem being his test dummy because you had just got out. I think you had just got out of college, wasn't it? When you started doing all those graphics and everything. Yeah, I was. Uh, in, yeah, because it, well, it was actually while I, I was doing a lot of it while I when oh, I wow. first started working with you, I was in, I was still in art school because I remember there's a there's a guy. If you watch the Rise of a Champion with the cage match with that we were talking about with the Elite Icons versus Team Maction, I I, mm-hmm. I was so enthralled with how. Uh, Impact Wrestler at TNA at the time had those uh, like 60 frame. I'm getting very like uh, tech dorky <laughs> with this. They film it, they, they film it in 60 <laughs> frames per second, so it'd give it that film skip. I'm sorry, 24 frames per second, so it gave it like a skip to the footage. And uh, and I had one of the guys from art school, his name was Mike Chance, come and film, and we paid him to film that match with a different camera that I had that I got from school that was that allowed 24 frames per second and so like if you watch it then then it ended up happening like the other ringside camera guy didn't show up 
So what was supposed to be filmed for just B-roll ended up being the ringside camera. So if you watch any of that show, that Rise of a Champion show, it is so weird because you have the stand the standalone like hard cam, and then uh, every time you click to uh, every time it flips over to the ring cam, it's like very super super close up and very it's just like very artistically shot, and it looks so weird because everything everything in wrestling is usually like safe shot, and you keep every like everything in frame so you can see everything that's going on. But yeah, I, I do remember oh, that. Man. But so yeah, because I graduated art school in two thousand eight, and I think I started with you guys. In, it was right around the same time, like two thousand seven, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because I worked, because I worked, you know, I worked with you first, and then I create, then I started Evo, right? Because I started yeah, Evo in two thousand nine. I started Evo yep, in two thousand eleven, and then, and then I did Evo from two thousand eleven, two thousand thirteen, and then. Me and you, me and you, sat down for lunch one day and we're talking. And I said, "You know what, man? This is, this is after we had done one or two joint shows." And I said, "You know what, man? Let's do one more joint show and then I'm done with Evo. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go like full, like full yep. into PWX and and help you. Like, there's no sense in us both running and spending money. I remember that conversation like it was yesterday. There's no sense in oh, us, God, you know, yeah, in us both spending money trying to build these 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 two different entities." Let's just join join together and try to make this try to make this thing as successful as we can make it. And that was like the start of that was the start of the lights, like like not using house lights and putting up show, what I call what I call I don't know what they're technically called, but I call show lights. That's where it came from. Like the trees, yeah. Because <laughs> I used to do that with you. Ride, every time I ride and I see them start working, and I see somebody working on the street, and I say, "Oh, we used to use those lights." Oh yeah, dude. That's <laughs> what that's what people. That's, that's how ridiculous it was. Is like now we have Cliff who works uh, who works with a lighting company that gets us all our stuff, but like back then I would I would take a truck, I think. I don't even know how I got them to to the arena, but I would go pick up these like these street halogen lights that they use on the side of the yep. street and put them on top of tables so they'd be thirteen foot tall. Yep. And and use yeah. that's how that's how I would create my lighting rigs. It's crazy. Man, it was. Oh, man. But yeah, it was but so it's funny, like. Man. But then, so if we're still following along, I think I th- I, I, I agree with you. Two two points that you made is uh, I agree 100%, and I love Rhett Titus, and Rhett doesn't get enough credit for uh, what PWX yeah. was in its infinite stage, but uh, or infant stage, I should say. And also, uh, like, I used, to, I used to truly believe, and this sounds very egotistical, but uh, I used to truly believe, like, the common denominator of the success of PWX was me because I was always there. Yep. But yep. I, I, I'm going to retract that statement. And I'm gonna say, even though he, even though like, like just like now, he's on a kind of have a hiatus uh, from PWX. But I think I do think that the one common denominator, from storytelling perspective and from a wrestling perspective, uh, is Jake Manning, t- due to the success yeah. of PWX. Because oh, definitely, yeah, People, because he he was he, he did a lot. Believe it or not, I mean, you want to know like booking wise, I will come up with it. Mm-hmm. He will. What's what I'm looking for? I will come up with it, and he will. I won't say. I'll guess he'll dress smooth it, it out. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll um, put he'll put the the little the fine details that make it even even more romantic to the crowd. In, in it. yeah, 
And people and people hearing this probably like, oh man, he's really talking good about Jake. I said, listen, I give the man respect. Oh, dude, regardless of top. anything, regardless of anything else, I still to this day have the utmost respect for him because I'll forever be grateful in this life journey. You know, you just and I'm, I gotta say this. I hope you know if you don't mind, Patrick. Yeah, uh, I have to say this because so much has been said, and I'm not like you said. We're not going to go into that crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I have to give credit to two people who don't, you know, really three, four. You've been one of them. Mm -hmm. You've been one of them. Caleb. Yeah. Caleb Conley. Mm -hmm. And Jake Manning. And then later on, if you want to, well, I should say five. You, Jake, Caleb, Zane, Mm -hmm. and Cedric. Yeah, that was if you want to think about that was PWX. That's all we had. Yep, that was the crew because I would call Patrick. Hey man, what do you think about this? And then Patrick would put his two point in. You want to talk about a booking committee? That's what it really was. It was like, but everybody looked at me. Hey, you make the final decision. We I ran I bounced him off everybody, and Jake was smoothed it out. Yeah, I bet you never knew it, it was Jake's idea to put him and Grizzly together to feud to get the tag team titles and to feud with Corey Hollis and. Chip Day. Nice. It was Jake's idea. I it. <laughs> it was Jake's idea for him to feud with John Schuyler. A little back Chris today. They, he didn't like John Schuyler. Yeah, they hated <laughs> each other. Always yeah. <laughs> and it was one of the one of the hottest angles that y'all had. Yep. It's yeah. So, like, so like that's we're we're done putting people over. But yeah, like yeah, I, I will say, and and like me and Jake have a so much different relationship now than we did back then. Uh, but yeah, Jake's top <laughs> top five like most brilliant people in professional wrestling that I know that I've met and and got to oh, work yeah, with. Hands down, maybe hands top down. two, maybe yeah, maybe top two. I mean, it's insane, and he doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. He doesn't. You know, he he really doesn't. You know, talent talent and can, I mean talk promo. He is what you call a well rounded package. Yes, that's all I say about him. he's he's everything. It, if you're going to start a promotion and you want somebody, to, hey, there you go, there's your guy right there, Jake Man. So, so once again, following the timeline now. So now we get into like where Carino comes in, and and is helping. Right? Is that about right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is this is when we this is when like this is when it goes from like say level two up to about a level three or four. Is when we Carino comes in and has like a very ECW style of booking, and uh, yeah, and we start going to music venues. So it's it's like a tra- it's like a rotating uh, schedule of a neighborhood theater, then Tremont Music Hall, and then uh, the Chop Shop. Oh yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's like in. Noda. Yeah, like Noda area. And it's and that's when that's when the Kevin Steens start showing up, the Eddie Edwards, the Kyle yep. O'Reilly's, the Rhett was still coming in. Uh Michael Adam, Hogan, Adam, I think, Cole. Adam Cole. Yeah. David well, Richards. Remember, that's, that's another one. That's when I started working for yeah, I started working for R eight. Yeah. So then it was like, Wow, this is when you could book them. You know, mm-hmm. they were like, Oh yeah, how come? Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, cool. The Briscoe brothers was my favorite. The Briscoes, um, I, dude, that's two of my favorite people. And every time I see oh, them, they're wow. just like, hey, 
like I, I know they don't remember me, but I will. I will. There's one story. The last show we did was a joint <laughs> show. I can't remember the name of it. It was the debut of. Uh, this has no no like reference to the story, but it was the debut of Ethan and Elijah as a tag team in the in the in the Carolinas. Uh, but uh, Zach Zach Quan Zach Salvation. Were, couldn't wrestle anymore because he had a bout with Bell's palsy and he had to retire. And I remember Corey, I think the main event was Corey and Mark. No, Corey and Jay Briscoe. And uh, after the match, Corey cut a promo and uh, brought Zach out. And the all the fans started chanting because I owed so much to Zach for Evo. Uh, all the fans oh, started yeah. chanting, oh, like, yeah. thank you, thank you, Zach, thank you, Zach. And the boys came out and started slapping the ring, like the side of the ring. And both Briscoe brothers and what, what was their uh, like cousins or uncles' name? Jethro. Jethro. Yeah. Yep. All three. All three <laughs> of them came out and was smacking the mat just as hard as everybody else. And I was like, dude, you, they don't make people like that, man. Anybody else who oh, had man. that, who had that kind of stardom, that aren't just good people, like just good general people, would have stayed in the back. Especially Jay, he just he just wrestled a twenty minute match, just killing himself. Uh, probably yeah, probably wore out. So like from that, like just seeing that and and just knowing those guys and talking with them, they're some of the most like genuinely nice human beings I've ever met in my life. I'm sorry if that kills and they would talk to the perspective of them. No, and then they and not just them. All of those guys, the RH guys, would come yeah. to Kevin Sting. They would they would talk to the other guys. You know, well that, the back, that's what. That's what that's what's overlooked about it is uh, the the reason a lot of these guys are stars now, especially like people like Adam Page, is mm-hmm. because those ROH guys were coming in and they were helping they were helping develop these guys. So if you if, I mean if you were a part of the PWX roster in in that time that like time frame, the it's that 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 was a big part of your education in wrestling was learning from all those Ring of Honor yeah. guys because. This is before Ring of Honor had millions and millions of dollars to spend because they were owned by a big company. This is when they were having to go out there and work their ass off to keep their audience and and be successful. Yep. And you know who's my favorite? Yeah. Uh, and I gotta put, get this guy over because he's still to this day. And you asked me a question, and I guess I can say it now. You asked me a question: Do I still follow? I do. People are probably shocked by. It. Do I follow it to like I know every storyline? No, because I'm always either work or church. Yeah. But I do follow. I go to the website. But one of my favorite persons, and it was because the reason why I'm bringing this up now, because when we talked about all those guys, how we used to have like seminars, and that's how people got to start with PWX. Yeah. Like worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I think they're now called what? Some of one is in a syndicate. Yeah. Tommy mm-hmm. Thomas. Yeah. Tommy Thomas. Let me tell you, this is my favorite story. If you ask me anything, what I love the most about PWX. Tommy Thomas wasn't even supposed to be on the roster. He wasn't. He was just one of the guys that just showed up. Yeah. Because he come from another fed, like backyard fed, if you want to call it whatever. A rival fed. But he came and said, hey, I just want to help. He came and helped set up the ring with everything. And we just put him out there. I forgot who it was, but it's on one of those Craig Huffman. He, that's who it was, Craig Huffman. He got made in one night, and this is, i never forget it. We said, you get one shot. And Steve Carino at the time was doing like a little Piper's pit, you know, you know, doing an interview. Yeah. And Tommy Thomas knew he had one shot. 
And he went to Carino would give it to him, give it to him, give it to him. And I wish I could find this video. But Tommy Thomas came firing back. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he got so much heat. He shut Carino up. And I never forget when I was back in the back, Carino said, We need to keep this guy. And yep. that's how Tommy Thomas and now got we got him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that think, guy is yeah. so good. The so so what we're let me see what where we are on time. Yeah, we're getting towards the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so so now looking if you if you if you feel like it, looking back or or looking at it from an outside perspective and seeing how much it's grown. And uh I know I know you like I said, I know you like you said you don't follow it like every day, uh know everything about it, know everything that's going on. But uh like we we work with New Japan now, and all oh, of wow. that yeah all of that come all that came from the success of PWX and uh, all the all the people that uh, have come through PWX that work for New Japan putting us over and giving them insurance. But like we helped them with the Charlotte and Nashville shows they did. But uh, like it's 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 so big now. I mean, there's a there's a lot of growing to do and a lot more we have to do to be as successful as we really want to be. But uh, what like what what's your feelings towards where it stands now? Because once again, and, and the whole point of this podcast was to like I wanted to go down memory lane. That's my personal goal with it. But another is like <laughs> the, like like there's no denying you you were the mastermind that started this, and you were and you were a big part of swinging it in the right direction uh, before before stepping away and Brian taking over the reins. But like, did you did you ever think it was going to get to the point? Or to the point of success that it is now, and it's it's weird because whenever whenever I try to understand the success, I can't because I'm so like in like in the weeds all the time, and and mm-hmm. the, the only time that I ever f- like feel the maybe the level of success is when pe- new people come in and say I've been I've been working for two years trying to make it here and stuff like that, and that blows my mind because once again I was there. When it was seventy-five to one hundred twenty-five people in a rec center and, and Statesville, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, but yeah. So, so what is like? What's your perspective now, and uh, how do you feel about the success it's, it's gotten? Like since since stepping um, away in the last couple of years, uh, and, that's, and I'm gonna give you a two-part answer because okay. I feel like I have to say because because I don't want people to think, oh man, no way he didn't feel that way. When I first left, I was bitter. Oh, I mean, rightfully so. Very, I, I was very bitter. Not mad. Not people would say, oh, you was mad at Patrick, you was mad at Brian, or whoever. No, I was not mad at them. I was mad at myself. Yeah. So it was, it I mean, was I'm, sure, I'm sure there I was, was some anger towards me and Brian as well. But I remember, well, believe it or not, I remember, I sorry, not, sorry to interrupt you. I remember a conversation huh? that we had where, where you were pissed, and I said, listen. You knock it. You don't understand it. You, you do. You remember this? I said you don't. You don't understand yeah, it now, but you understand but you it. Later. You you understand it later. Yep. And you're like, whatever, Patrick. And it, oh. <laughs> what? Well, because and I say because I was in a different place in my oh, life, yeah, and the yeah, reason why yeah. is, and that's why I can say it wasn't. When I really think back at it, I wasn't mad at you because you only did what I asked you to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you know when you go back and look at the whole scheme of things, you did what I asked you to do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, and that goes back to when people said they retire and all that stuff, you know, because I felt like at the time I didn't leave on my terms. Yeah. You know, 
and and that's what it was all about. But once reality kicks in, I'm like, you know what? Hey, you did. You only could go as far as you're gonna go. So yeah, the first part of the answer, I was bitter, and I was like, oh man, I never wanted to fail though, because I if I if I ever said I wanted to fail, because I would say myself was a failure. Yeah. So that's why I never I was I was angry at myself. So that's the first part. But the second part of that, am I happy? I am very happy. When I look and see now, and see the success that has grown up to, see the powerhouse that it was. Because if you remember, that's what I used to preach. This mm-hmm. is your promotion. Yeah. This is y'all's. You can yeah. make it what you want to make. We can be as big as Ring of Honor. That's what I used to say. And the reason what made me come to that conclusion, what made me say that, is I was at work and a fan came in. He had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. No idea, Patrick. This is true. So this is probably about three weeks ago. Actually, when was y'all last show? When it was before y'all, y'all had just had y'all last show. Yeah, we did. Um, we did war games for the second time uh, two weeks ago. It was before that. It was. It was, it was before that. Okay. Um, because I, I want to say this is. Yeah, this is May, April. It had. It was in March. Oh, so it's it probably was, after. It it's March. probably after Rise of a Champion. Okay, because we, we pushed and Rise of got, Champion to March. Yeah, I saw, see, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> but um. And the guy came in and he was talking. He was like, "Man, he said I love wrestling. Wrestling. He was on WWE." And then he said, "He said, but you know, he said, and he said his exact words. He said, you know, I love this promotion." He said, "PWX." And I was sitting there. I was helping him because you know, and my job was like, really. And my coworkers who all knew because I showed them the videos. I said, "Oh yeah, I used to run this and all the wrestling." Da da da. And everybody looked up because they said when I and he said PWX, and this guy kept going on. He was like, "Oh man, he he knew Patrick, he knew Brian." He said, "Oh man," he said, "Brian," he said, "Ben Brian's run this thing and Patrick da da da." And I said, "Oh, that's good, man. I said, I'm really happy." And then I said, "I said," and then one of my coworkers like, "You never believe who you're talking to," because I never put that out there that I yeah. owned it. Yeah. Or was the founder? I I stopped doing that. And um, and they said who? And the guy said who? And his name is Tom. You might even know. I think it's Tom something. I, um, and he said, um, this is, he's the founder of it. And he was like, get out of here. Brian owns it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and as I began to give him the backstory, he said, oh, my God. She said, long story short, I didn't want to go along. He said, oh, my God, I just signed up on Hotspots to go back and watch some of the old PWX shows. Oh, yeah. He said, you mean tell me? And I said, yeah. And we started talking and talking. He was talking about PWX. He said, he said, man, how come you never come to the to a show? And I didn't have an answer for him. Yeah. Because I can never say that Brian, because Brian has invited me. Yeah. So for everybody to know, Brian has invited me. You have invited me. Mm-hmm. But I have never, I think I always say, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, you know. But I've never, because, and the reason why now, I'm finally going to give you the answer that I've never told nobody. The reason why I said, away once I got it out of my system, because it's your show. It's y'all show. Yeah. That's y'all. And it's not that no one's mean to me. It's just, I just believe. I said, Brian always, Brian asked, every time I was with Champion, come on, Brian, I was like, Ty, you got an open invitation. You can come. Da, yeah. da, da. And I was like, you know, even you. And I, mm-hmm. and I always, I've never, I've never went. People said, oh, I can't because of this reason. This, no, I'm set, setting the record straight. If you hear this, I have always been invited. Yeah, well, it's also, it's also, it's also I feel like it's a, this is a horrible analogy, but someone's, like you were you were a drug addict and you got clean. You don't want to go back yeah. just for one more. And that's why I know? look at it. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Like that's, and, what, I, what I agree with that 100%. I'm 42. Yeah. I'm 42 and I'm like, I'm, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, what, now, stuff like this, if I do like a Q&A or something like that. If you yeah. Like we might, like that, we, it, this, a lot of people don't know this. At Rise of a Champion this year, we tried to, we were going to try to set up uh, a, like fan fest type thing either the day of or the mm-hmm. day before but with because the new japan stuff was the first and second of february and we had a lot of other stuff yeah. going on it just didn't pan out so i like the idea of maybe doing it next year and possibly having like the like an originals q a type thing and i and i swear it was at some point before i quit wrestling or leave wrestling i should say i i'm gonna do like the rise of pwx dvd or like, or maybe just oh, a demand movie. Like maybe the full. Oh yeah. Full like a full length movie film with old footage and I don't know how many how many it'll sell, but it'd be f- so fun to sit and talk with people and just go down memory lane like we've done today. But yeah. Yeah, Patrick, you have done a wonderful. I dare not get off this thing and not say you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you. That. And if he if he was here, and I hope he hears this, Brian, thank you because. You had a dream. You took a little, little nobody who's still nobody, you know, in the wrestling industry, but took his dream and you made it a, into a reality. So I will forever in my life be grateful, not only to you and Brian, to everybody that makes up your team. Yeah, and, and I can sit back. I think the, I think the one thing that I'm the most proud of about it is we've. Like I, I, me, I can say me and Brian have kept like the original uh, reasoning behind the company. Uh, still, like it's still a big part of it, and that's giving young guys or or just people that need an opportunity to get better and like step into the like a successful career. Like we that that's what it's about. It's about. Uh, if us taking like the Cam Carters or the Yaya's, uh, or the Slim J's, and giving them a platform to be seen, because we've we've been lucky enough to build a, a big platform in in the Carolinas and the Southeast, uh, and I don't dare I say nationally, I don't I don't know I have no <laughs> idea, but um, like we we've coming around that, again, yeah we've created that platform to where we can we can give people a little success or just give them a match to show the the world what they can do and then they're able to get more bookings and make more money and like that's what it's all about me and like brian knows i, I can't say me and brian because brian's the one that that funds everything but brian knows he's not going to get rich off this and, and we're and it's a good it's a good day when we make a little bit of money but like that's that's the key is to not only give the fans of the Carolinas who are some of the best fans in professional wrestling. I play it like, every day. Yeah. Not only to give them these incredible memories and these moments uh from just a little local company, but also giving the people uh like the the talent the ability to create these moments and these ability the ability to learn. And uh like like I'll say this. This is something this is has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's on my soapbox is uh, <laughs> recently, like recently we did contracts with PWX and uh-huh. we offered like six or seven contracts to, to talents and we got such a backlash about what you guys only run 13 or 14 shows a year. You, how you, how can you do that? How are you trying to tie down people? They want, they need to make money and all this and that. 
this this is a perfect example of uneducated people making uneducated opinions. The reason that we started doing contracts, and me and Brian have talked about doing this for the past three years, and the reason that we do it, and this is the only time I'll ever talk about this, is because I don't want when a talent gets a contract from Ring of Honor or Evolve or WWE or anything like that, I don't want that to be the first contract they've ever seen in their life. That makes sense. What I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to give these people, and most of these contracts are just like a guaranteed pay scale that, that bumped for the second year, just s- simple like legal forms that they can read, they can understand. They understand like a uh, term of clause. They understand a pay, a pay grade. They understand uh, like contract terms. They understand contract length. They understand extensions. Like I'm just educating people. I'm educating these guys on little things like this that I can sit and talk with them. So whenever they, whenever they get contracts, which I believe they'll get, they're educated on everything they're going to have to go over and not just sign their life away. Like some companies do like sign, sign their life away where they're making like three or 400 and losing money because they didn't read through the contract or understand the terms. So I'm sorry. I went on my soapbox there. But that's that's just nah. that's, that that's an example I wanted to give you of something like we've done to continue to educate the talent that we get to work with and the up and coming talent like in Pure and uh, PWX. But so so I with mean, yeah with all that said it's like we I, I remember like even even with Jake and and the atmosphere with the Ring of Honor guys teaching the young guys like the Corey Houses and the Adam Pages and the John Schuylers and then like Jake Manning and uh, Caleb Conley and Cedric and all of them, uh, once they got to a certain level, them teaching the young guys and helping coach them. It's just like, it's, it's just, it's just a continuous process that keeps going around and around. It's a wheel. And that's, and, and that's, that's a testament to the atmosphere and the, uh, the locker room that you created when you started the company. And, uh, that's also a testament to the people that are in the locker room now that keep that spirit alive. And that's the whole key, man. You, that was the that's the whole key to you want to know what a successful promotion is. You got your core group, and they can rotate. And that's all PWX was. They can rotate around, but you the core group rotates, and you keep it that you know that family base with family. We stick together. Yeah. You know, we ride it out. If it's gonna be a tough, hey, tough tough night, lost night. But guess what? We ride it out, and that's all. And that's all it is, man. And that's y'all have kept that. Y'all have kept kept it together people talk about it that's how I, you know i see it and you never know you know like i might you know bring my youth from church up you know they've yeah. been asking to go to a wrestling show <laughs> yeah, just let me just let us know that. so i mean I, I like i said it's coming up you know it, it's gonna happen i'm gonna pop up but it won't be no ringside you know i'm not i don't want no special treatment you know yeah. I, let me come in and just be a fan yeah and right sit back and then you know then maybe go out to eat like that was my favorite part of the show oh, if yeah. you ever want to know <laughs> going out to it eat was afterwards. after the show is over when I really when I don't paid everybody and I can go eat <laughs> <laughs> so so to, fi- to finish this out I'll give you uh, if you want like the legacy of Ty Dillinger Tyshawn Williams promoter like manager talent like what? What do you want people to know, or how do you want people to perceive you? Uh, like, I don't know. Perception isn't the right word. Like, how do how do how do you want to be remembered? 
to to the talent, the fans, and uh, the talent that, that worked with you? You know, it's it's really easy because if anybody that really knows me, they can you know they can say anything they want about me, but the one thing they can never take away from me, what my legs were, nobody had more heart and passion and cared about the cared about people being successful. Not me. I didn't care about me being successful. I didn't care about me making money. But it was for those guys to succeed to the next level. And I'm not taking no credit for nobody. But about if, if people remember me, said, hey. He worked hard. That make sure you had the best matches. Make sure that you, you know you had time to tell your story, to paint the canvas. That, that's all. Because I was a helper. I helped. You know that. That's all I. That it's not about fame. Then you gotta say my name. But you know, I just I think goodness for Adam Page. He's like, hey man, you helped me do this. Or Cedric yeah. Alexander, who said time. Thank you. He said, you know, that that means more to me than this, just a thank you. You know, about just a little piece. You say, hey, he helped me. He pushed me. Was I tough? Oh, yeah. You know, Patrick, I used to yell at everybody. Oh, yeah. That match oh, was yeah. horrible. It was crappy. But then it made them come back the next time, and guess what they did? Match of the night. Yeah. So if, if you ask me, I would say it's just because I had passion. It was my passion that drove my passion in my heart to make sure that you were better than what you were. Than, than anybody else. Love it. Well, I can honestly say, all BS aside, I'm so happy I got, I got this interview in. And I'm so happy to talk to you. And I'm happy you're doing well. And thank you for sitting with me. And I, I'm going oh. to I'm gonna try to make this Q&A thing happen. <laughs> <Try to make. laughs> It'll be fun because then we can really tell stories, you know, that people, you know, it's fun. It, it'll be fun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and tell the apple party story. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And the uh, I I've I, I think I've told you before, but if I haven't, I will do it in a public forum. Thank you for all the opportunity opportunities you gave me. Uh, there's 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 two people that I well if you count Brian three, but there's there's three people that have given <laughs> me opportunities in professional wrestling that have allowed me to do some amazing things and things I would never dream of. Uh, that I could, that I would have ever been able to do, and you are one of those people. So I love you. Thank you so much, and it was amazing talking to you. Anytime, man. Anytime. Thank you, and I love you too. Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Find all of our old episodes at TuesdaySpecials.com. That's TuesdaySpecial.com. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. All right. Thank you. Yeah.